Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Billboard.com Pop Shop Podcast. My name is Keith Caulfield, and I am the co-director of Charts at Billboard. And today on the show, we've got must-hear music with Billboard's deputy editor, Digital Joe Lynch. As always, the Billboard Pop Shop Podcast is your one-stop shop for all things pop on Billboard's weekly charts. In addition, you can always count on a lively discussion about the latest pop news, fun chart stats and stories, new music and guest interviews with music stars and folks from the world O-Pop. But first, before we get started... If you enjoy the podcast, you can subscribe to us on your favorite podcast provider or iTunes, and that way you won't miss a single episode. And heck, if you want to check out more podcasts from Billboard, you can visit billboard.com slash podcasts. Okay, so on Must Hear Music today, uh, Joe and the team will be chatting about new music from Ariana Grande, Leaky Lee, and J. Cole, and more. Now, inquiring chart minds would like to know... Will Ariana Grande get her first number one on the Billboard Hot 100 chart with No Tears Left to Cry, her brand new single? Unbelievably, Ariana has yet to have a number one on the Hot 100, though she's had eight top 10 singles, and she's gone as high as number two with Problem back in 2014. Bang Bang hit number three, Break Free hit number four, Side to Side hit number four, but somehow a number one song on the Hot 100 has continued to elude the pop princess. Will that change with her new single? Only time will tell. In the meantime, we can hang out with Joe and the team and talk all about new music on Must Hear Music. Hello and welcome to the Must Hear Music podcast. My name is Joe Lynch. I'm sitting here with Lindsay Havens. Hello. And Tatiana Sirisano. Hello. Special um, guest. Special guest. <laughs> this is your second time on the must hear. Second time's the charm. Isn't that how the <laughs> saying goes? Not what nope. the saying is, Mm-mm. but sure. Um, second and last time, as it turns out. <laughs> Oof. So, anyways, um, all right. Well, we've got some we've got some good stuff this week. Yeah, we do. Um, let's start with um, let's start with Ariana Grande. So, yes. uh, I guess like I hesitate to use the word comeback, but this is her first single. Yeah. Uh, in quite a while. It's called No More Tears to Cry. Uh, no Tears Left to Cry. No Tears Left to Cry. Excuse me. Yep, Same it's, thing. It's exactly <laughs> called what I... Something different than what I called it. Um, anyways, so, yeah. So, I mean, obviously, like, Ariana Grande, you know, there's no need to walk through the whole thing, but this comes um, a year after the Manchester tragedy. Um, you know, this is... Which is something, I mean, you know, like a terrorist attack at a pop star's concert. I mean, this is entirely new territory. Like, mm-hmm. this has never happened before. Um, and there's no playbook, really, for, like, you know, how do you... You know, I mean, aside from, like, the personal element of, like, how does, a, a you know, a human being slash artist, you know, deal with, like, the tragedy of that? Um, you know, there's also just, like, the kind of, like, sort of pop culture playbook. Like, how do you move forward past that? You know, do you does this next song or, you know, need to be a statement on that? Like, yeah. is it weird to have something that's upbeat given the tragedy? Does it need to tip to it? Does it need to ignore it? Like, there's just, like, a lot of things that, like are honestly kind of unfair to put on her yeah, like, no as kidding. expectations, but are nevertheless, I feel like, there. Um, but that being said, like, if there are expectations for what, you know, a post-terrorist attack pop song would sound like, like, I think this meets them perfectly. Um, it starts out, with, you know, I mean, basically the, the sentiment is just, 
um, you know, this is well-worn disco lyric territory, but it's like, you know, there are really difficult things in life, but you can only cry so much after a while. You have to just, like, pick yourself up and, like, Mm -hmm. dance the pain away. Um, And I think sonically it works because it starts out in kind of a a quieter, um, more restrained vein and then, like, goes into this, you know, like, not full-on, like, anthem, but, like, it's a definite bop. It's got, it's yeah. like Madonna 80s mm-hmm. bop vibes. Definitely. Um, and it's so catchy, and her voice sounds incredible. It's really fun. It kind of has a little bit of, like, New Jack Swing flavor to it. Um, I just, I love it. I've been listening to it a ton. I love it too. Yeah, yeah, I do, too. And I think you're totally right. It It walks the line very well in terms of, like, nothing about it is, is too explicit, where there's mm-hmm. anything to really, like, drag her for. It's more you just, like, like we're sitting here trying to figure it out. But I think she did it in a perfect way where it works in multiple settings and you can apply multiple meanings to it. And Totally. Yeah, it's, it was a, a very good first song to release, I think. I agree. Um, and I think that you have to give her props for, um, like you guys said, sort of pulling this off in a... She had the right tone with it, I mm-hmm. think. Um, and it could have been very easy for her to make something that did not walk that line the right way and she did um but even aside from like the whole meaning of it it's a it's a good song r- regardless yeah you yeah. know um like, and I she really had the like, coachella debut yes. which was really big and for i her. really like kind of how surprising it is sonically like i didn't expect it to the beat to sort of change after that first yeah. part um I, I kind of started listening to it and was like oh okay so this is gonna be like a sad ballad and then mm-hmm. it just abruptly shifts yeah um and i love a song that can surprise you like that so i'm all for it yeah yeah I, I mean i love it yeah we <laughs> round <laughs> three cheers for ariana uh-huh. um all right well let's listen to some of it so it's uh ariana grande song is no tears left to cry Got the name right that time. All right, that was Ariana Grande. Um, next up, let's talk about uh, another huge uh, star. J. Cole is back. Yes, um, he is. And you picked, uh, Lindsay, the last song in the album, mm-hmm. uh, which is 1985, Long Dash, Intro to the Fall Off. Yes. So, so you want to you want to chat about this one? I do. I feel like I have to preface this by saying I still have not listened to the full album. I'm what? It's I'm been not out for a week. I know. I'm not a massive J. Cole fan. <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised I'm that you picked this. Not song. either, and I've listened I know. to the full album. Well, I've been busy. Okay. <laughs> I've been busy too. All right. Okay, I have nothing else. Yeah. I just haven't listened to it. <laughs> Let's compare schedules. Um <laughs> So, I actually haven't been that busy. Anyway. Um, <laughs> this is just lazy, right? <laughs> yeah, this yeah. is just a lazy thing. Um, I'm not a huge fan, but I think that's more important in terms of why I chose this, because mm-hmm. this song in particular was, as much as I didn't listen to the album, like, this song was inescapable throughout my yeah. week. It was covered in terms of, like, thing pieces and on the internet, and, of course, the internet. That's where everything's covered. Um, it was just, like, in every conversation on... Um, Andre Tardio actually had a great piece for Billboard that everyone should go I read. I read it. It, yes. was, it was very it good. Was very, it just yeah. like contextualized the song in a great way for me, someone who was still like, why is everyone talking about this? Um, so, yeah, I, I mean, 
I think the first thing to address is like it's not a diss track. It's more of like a wise older man imparting his thoughts to a younger generation of SoundCloud rappers. So be it. Um, and it just sort of like it comes across like a lesson. He's not judging them. He's just like, hey, I've been through this. Like, this is what I have to say. Take it or leave it. Um, but yeah, I'm just curious to hear in terms of the context and its meaning what you guys think about it. I mean, I think that he addressed a lot of the frustrations that people are having with the, you know, SoundCloud rapper sort mm-hmm. of industry. Um, like there was this one part where he said, think about your impact. Yeah. Um, and I thought that was really important. So I'm, I'm kind of coming from the same background as you, though, where like I didn't I'm not like a big J. Cole listener. I, I don't know that much about this. Um, so that piece, what, who, who wrote it? Andres. Tardio. Yeah. Um really helped contextualize it um for me too but in general i just thought he brought up a lot of valid points mm-hmm. in the song and andres did too in his piece yes <laughs> um yeah i mean i was i i like the song a lot um i am i i don't know maybe more of a j cole supporter than some people i mean obviously like he's wildly popular so like yeah. it seems weird to say that but like I think he gets, like, I mean, he can be way too serious, for sure, and I guess this kind of falls into that category, but, like, he's, I think, very talented, um, which is seems like an obvious thing to say, but there mm-hmm. are a lot of critics who kind of just, like, outright dismiss him, strangely right. still. Um, but anyways, this song, I mean, yeah, I kind of love this. I mean, I agree with you, like, it's not a diss track, but for a song that's not a diss track, mm-hmm. like, it's also so mean, yeah. and I'm living for that. I like, know, but he, <laughs> he does it in such a way where it's, like damn you're being mean but like i have to listen to you yeah. you know well, he's being it's being mean but it's also just like blunt truth and i love yeah. like he kind of like spells it out for like you know younger i mean this is not just for rappers but really you know anyone who's like who gets a, a bit of fame with a hit song or whatever it's like mm-hmm. this reminder that like if you kind of you know like it, the the gravy train doesn't always last like right. you know like he literally says he's like your audience grows up at a certain point, they're going to stop coming to the concerts. This is where you get most of your money. And then what happens? Yeah. And, like, that is, like, I mean, something that anyone who, like, gets a top 40 hit, like, you know, they should, like, you should get a congratulations and a, a warning. A, like, hey, by the way. Definitely. Like, five years from now, maybe save up some money, invest in the something. The song almost, if you just, like, read through the lyrics, it could be, like, a commencement speech almost, yeah. you know? Yeah. I love that. Yeah. That's, that's like, like how I was I thinking mean, of I'm it. I'm not trying to compare him to Jay-Z. But do you remember <laughs> when um, somebody made, like, a financial advice? book out of jay-z's music yeah you know yeah that happened like i almost felt like this was it was actually business advice it wasn't just mm-hmm. like oh i don't like yeah you. it was which is cool to get from a song advice, so that mm-hmm. was interesting right yeah, yeah i mean yeah no, this is like a legitimate like even if this like helps one person like to not you know be that person who ends up in financial room yeah exactly to not be you know mc hammer getting foreclosed <laughs> on outside your mansion yeah um, Anyways, though, so yeah, so J. Cole, yeah. uh, 1985, the year he was born. I was going to uh, say that, too. So let's uh, listen to it. <laughs> I ain't tripping, listen good to my reply. Come here, little man, let me talk with you. See if I can paint for you the large picture. Congrats, because you made it out your mama house. I hope you make enough to buy your mama house. I see your watch icy and your whip form. I got some good advice, never quit torn. Cause that's the way we eat here in this rap game. I'm fucking with your funky little rap name. I hear your music and I know that raps change. A bunch of folks will say that that's a bad thing. Alright, that was New J. Cole. Uh, let's do one of Tati's picks. Yeah. Or a two well, of Tati's yeah, picks, cause kinda they're kind of the same. So 
Yeah, we'll we do them together. Yeah. So it's uh, Licky Lee has two new songs, Deep End and Hard Rain. And they're separate songs, but they're kind of the same song. I mean, they're not the same song, but they, like they're kind of they like kind segue. Of yeah. Yeah. Um, and they both like sonically also have hip hop influences, which mm-hmm. is interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, she's not the only artist that's sort of taking inspiration from hip hop, but it's interesting to see her do that. And she's always been such a um, sort of, I don't want to say eccentric, but she always goes with different sounds and all of her mm-hmm. music. She never sticks yeah. to one. Um, so I can't wait to see what else is in store. I think it was just like a great start. Um, and they both just have really good like roll off the tongue kind of choruses, especially the one in Deep End. I love. I love Deep End. I love Deep End so much. And it's also like in for anyone else, I'd almost be like, OK, like we get the metaphor. But with her, like it never got to that point. Like she is very like into this metaphor, but it's never mm-hmm. too much kind of. Um and I also thought it was cool that I, I saw Hard Rain is produced by Rostam. Um, oh. Yeah, that's, that's an cool. interesting little factoid. But huh. um, but yeah, I'm a big fan. So I was excited about these. Yeah, I am too. And, you know, yeah, she's always been eccentric, but I've just always associated her with like the slow, sad, yeah. like whatever song was in New Moon or one of the Twilight movies. Yes. Like that to me is her forever vibe. So this is really fun to see her come back and just like go into something sort of different and new for herself and it works really well yeah i Mm -hmm. disagree um (laughs) i love her um i definitely prefer her more in the sad like girl group like vaguely country tinge territory yeah i I will say i liked hard rain um i think that's really interesting and yeah the production is so cool um and I like the hip hop, <clears throat> excuse me, the hip hop influence in it, but it's not totally overwhelming. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I did find, for me at least, Deep End was just like a little too much, like, I don't know, just like going into the like pop and B territory mm-hmm. like, and like too far away from what she too far, has done. And, and also just like her like doing a trap influence song, like, I don't know. I mean, sure. Maybe she's a fan of that, but it, it seemed a little disingenuous or it just didn't feel real to me in a way. Like, kind of that, like, I don't know, like, alt pop singer, like, does trap influence music now. It's kind of like, mm-hmm. what? Like, yeah. I don't know. It just made me, is I was like. on the bandwagon or is this like a real creative? I mean, she probably does like it. I, I don't want to, like, I don't know her, but she probably yeah. loves that music. But it just <laughs> well, it didn't, know her. like, sound <laughs> totally convincing to me and when she was um some of her vocals sound a little too lana del rey influenced to me and obviously you know that's I yeah. mean, probably where this is coming from i mean lana's kind of like the first one at least to be successfully like be a pop singer with those trap influences right. which at this point is you know like kind of like a five-year-old trend so yeah i'm kind of eh on deep end but i like hard rain i think it's almost easier um to be a fan of these songs, especially Deep End, if you're not a huge fan of her to begin with, which is, I think that yeah. can be That's argued. A really good point. Like for most artists, whenever they have like a pretty stark sonic shift, like if you're a, if you've been a diehard fan forever of what they do and you want more of that, it's harder to accept something new. And like for me, who's been a casual listener, mm-hmm. it's like it's easier to just hop on the train with this. I think that's a, a very good point. That reminds me of like Liz Fair, which I guess I'm thinking about her because she has the the Guyville uh, yeah. reissue, and we interviewed her. Um, I remember when Why Can't I Breathe came out, mm-hmm. and everyone was like crying sellout and how bad it was. But like honestly, like that song is so good. It's that's such an a amazing jam. song. But like 
you see why people thought that because she was like the indie queen and then she's doing this song that right. sounds like Avril Lavigne but like but yeah no I see what you're saying like yeah. maybe it's it's coming into this with the wrong expectations for me yeah um, but anyways let's listen to some of both so let's do a little deep end first and then we'll we'll hit that hard rain That was new Licky Lee. Um, let's do, I guess, let's hit Lindsay Pick. All right. Uh, Khalid and Billie Eilish. Oh, yes. You, you love both of these. I love too. them so the much. The called Lovely. It's and a lovely I, song. Yeah. It's beautiful. Um, lyrically, sonically, like, it's just the right amount of stripped down with the violins and the piano. It's just like a gorgeous ballad from two really exceptional songwriters and vocalists. And the album artwork is just stunning, seeing them together. Um, the music video came out yesterday. Ooh. Yeah. The, it, it was okay. <laughs> a lot of people love it. I, so different from, like, wasn't there, like, a Spotify one, too? There was, like, a vertical video. Oh, I don't understand the whole vertical video either. thing. <laughs> yeah. I, that's a conversation okay, for another time. Another. I don't get it. I don't get a lot of things. Um, but, yes, I think this song is amazing. And just, I could go on and on about Khalid forever. He dropped this on the same day as On The Way. OTW, mm-hmm. as the kids are calling it. That's the actual <laughs> name of it. Because um, who spells out words anymore? But yeah, I mean, he dropped two very different songs on the same day. Both of them are doing really well. And that just shows like he's so versatile in what he can do. And for someone who says he has an album coming out this year, <laughs> it's like it could go a lot of different ways, which is exciting. All right, I'll go. I mean, yeah, I think, you know, true to the title, it is lovely. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. I wish, I don't know, it's not super memorable to me. Like, I wish maybe there was like a little more of a melody in there, but I like it. I like what he's doing with his voice a lot, Um, but I like it. It's good. I'm not. Mm, I'm not, not convinced. I'm not me. in love with it. I okay. kind of agree with what you said about it being like memorable. Like when yeah. you said that, I just tried to remember in my head like different verses of it, and mm-hmm. I kind of remember the chorus, but not that yeah. much else. But it is like an, an arguably like gorgeous melody, and the pieces yeah. go so well together. Um, but the other thing I like about it is I. Billie Eilish just has like such a funny personality. Like she's a very funny person, and she's very sarcastic. Um, and the title of the song is like. It's lovely and the song is lovely, but I remember her saying in like a genius interview that like it's supposed to be sarcastic. It's like, oh, isn't it lovely that I'm sad? Like, oh, isn't this well? That's exactly what the music video is like. They're trapped in a glass box and they're like, then it makes. Isn't this lovely? Like, here we are. Like, we belong to like everyone else almost. Right. So I like that it got a little bit of her personality in there because she's just like 
she has such smart, like, wry humor, mm-hmm. um, especially for her age. So I thought it was... Is she 16 funny. or 18? Um, she's definitely not 18. So six, wow, I didn't Yeah, she she's super young. young. That's impressive, I think, too. Yeah. Yeah, I think she's... I, She's either 15 or 16. It's 16, I think. And he's like 18 or maybe... He's 20. Oh, he's 20 now. Yeah. Okay. All right, whatever. Anyways. Anyways. (laughs) (laughs) Nevertheless, still very young. Yeah, Yeah. no, it's cool. It's cool seeing two people in a somewhat similar age range. Like, Mm -hmm. I mean, Khalid got a start before her, obviously, but the fact that they're like coming up together and like they both have very clear artistic visions really early on and that they could see that and... I don't know who knows what how this happened, but I, in my heart of hearts, believe that the two of them were like, "Hey, like you're cool, let's I work totally together." Mm-hmm. Like that. it was not like their publicists or their managers, just yeah. like the two of them think the other one is dope and wanted to make a song. No, I've even been told that um, at least on Billy's end, she in, like she'll employ like a 15 year old photographer for her shows because she's so like I want to empower other young people. Yeah. So I have no doubt that like that played into it and that this was their idea. Hmm. That's cool. Hopefully, I'm not wrong after being so strongly. Billy, let us yeah, know. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. whatever, but yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, let's listen to it. So, Khalid and Billy Eilish song is called "Lovely." Skin bone, hello, welcome home. All right, well, that was lovely. Wasn't it? Um, next and last, uh, this is one of my picks. Uh, it is Kali Uchis. The song is Feel Like a Fool mm-hmm. um, from the album Isolation. I'm, this album is amazing. So yeah, good. I have to admit, like, probably should have talked about this on the last podcast, but, mm. like, Ugh, it's so good. This out, it's like one of my absolute favorites of this I know. year. It's just like a it's knockout. really impressive for a debut. It's so mm. so good. Um, yeah, and it's just. I mean, I guess you know before I talk about this song. I mean, yeah, the album itself is like so stylistically diverse. Like it really like covers. I don't want to say most styles because it's not like there's like EDM on it, but like right, you she know, covers a lot of ground. Though. She covers yeah. a lot of ground. There's you know there's Latin influences, there's hip hop influences, uh, more straightforward R and B, more like '70s soul. Um, a little, I guess a little bit of rock, a little bit of Latin. Um, mm-hmm. It's just it's fantastic, and um, I almost like. I, I know I picked this song and I almost hate that I picked this song because this song very much it so it feels like a fool is the one I'm focusing on. Um, it sounds very Amy Winehouse-ish yeah. in a way that, that is not really representative of her sound overall. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do think that it's just still like one of the best songs I've heard this year. Mm-hmm. Like this is like I'm constantly spinning it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's so like Winehouse, like throwback kind of a little girl group, a little Motown flavor. Um, it's just oh, it's so good. The beginning of it, like the first few seconds, I Greece is one of my favorite movies I love that movie and for whatever reason I picture like the first few seconds of this song during the scene of the high school dance Yeah, I don't know how familiar you guys are with Grease (laughs) but it just like it really like transported me to that Um, there's something nostalgic about it yeah I I guess that's what I'm getting at here Mm -hmm. which is just cool and unexpected and then it sort of goes down a different path from there Yeah, I got a little bit of Alabama shakes on this too yeah I could see that 
it's just yeah it's cool what she does and this song like you said is very different from all the other ones mm-hmm. um they they all kind of stand alone but at the same time like mm-hmm. they form a very complete album yeah and i also i like songs that are about something that like is kind of sad but it mm-hmm. are like fun to listen to yeah and, like, danceable yes. and happy in in the in the like sound of it um and that's definitely one of them so i like that yeah, I mean, yeah, the lyrics are like basically like, like sad. I like you. Oh, but you have a child that you didn't tell me about that. It's <laughs> like it is like really sad. Now I feel yeah. like an idiot is basically. Yeah, but right. But the song it's is upbeat. like is upbeat and kind of like ebullient and it's super fun to listen to. And her voice sounds incredible. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, this is kind of one of those. I mean, I guess this is just like the joy of, you know, being a, a music stand is like she just seemed to kind of like come out of nowhere and yeah. the album is fantastic. Yeah. Like, yeah, and she also had a great Coachella. Miguel brought her out. I forgot who else. Like, from all the conversations I've had about it, she seems to be one of the standout artists. So. Mm-hmm. Good for know. her. I wasn't invited. I wasn't there either. I just yeah, I conversed, <laughs> <laughs> had some conversations. Yeah, read some things on the internet. Maybe? Yes. Yeah. Um, all right, well, let's listen to it. It's uh, Kali Uche's song is Feel Like a Fool. Um, well, that's what we got. That's this week's yeah. uh, must hear. Uh, you guys have any parting thoughts? Um, special know. shout out to Mr. Jukes. <laughs> no, this is. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah, Where let are you me going explain. With this? Yeah. Um, I saw his show at Rough Trade last night, his first U.S. show. It's a guy from Bombay Bicycle Club. Mm-hmm. It was one of the greatest, like, most fun shows I've seen in a really long time. He has no new music out. I forgot when his album came out, but just wanted to. Okay. Mention all him right. here to all of our listeners. Wait, what is his name? Mr. Jukes. Mr. Jukes. Okay. Yeah. The second you said it, I thought <laughs> Dr. Duke, and I was like, that's not what you said. Yeah. It sounds but. weird, like when, if, especially when I just said it out of context, but. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Anyways. Uh, yeah. Shout out to him. Great. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if you have any recommendations for us, uh, what we should be listening to, we're coming up on the summer. Uh, so we got to start thinking about. Well, oh, we we yeah. have our annual. What is the song of the summer uh, podcast going to be? Song of summer, where we make down. predictions that are, I think, historically have proven true. So I think we all said Despacito last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We did. Yeah. And, um, the year before that, whatever the song of the summer was, I'm sure we said that too. Who can remember? Who can remember? <laughs> And I'm sure there's no All way to I remember fact check that. is that I know Joe in the summer staggers around. Wasn't that what you said when we were talking about it? You're like, I'm just too busy, staggers. like, staggering around. I don't remember. Oh, it was that. so funny. We'll have to find the, the clip and put it in. Staggering. I guess, yeah, I mean, I don't like sunlight, so. Yeah. Maybe that's what I meant. I don't know. Like, it was great. And I can't watch. I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I never know what I'm talking about. Anyway. Anyways. All right. Thank you for listening, as always. Uh, and stick around. We have the rock band Heinz, um, who are an incredible uh, group of Spaniards doing some great things in the indie scene. Uh, they brought some recommendations of bands that they're friends with and bands that they love. Uh, and they are going to talk to us about some must hear music right now. So let's do that. Oh, yeah. 
Hello, this is the Muster Music Podcast at Billboard, and we have special guests, uh, Heinz here. Uh, Heinz are from Madrid. Welcome. Thank you guys so much for joining me. Thank you. (laughs) Um, Do you guys want to introduce yourselves? Yeah, uh, my name is Carlota. And I play the guitar. <laughs> I'm Anna, and I play the guitar, too. I'm Amber, and I play the drums. And I'm Mari, and I play the bass. Cool. Um, so you guys have some music recs, but before we get to that, and thank you so much for bringing some suggestions, um, let's talk about the album. So your first one I really enjoyed, um, and thank the you. new one sounds great, too. It's kind of like, um, it seems like a like kind of growth, in a way, to me. Like, how does it, how did it feel to you guys? I, like in between the comparison in between the first one and the second one. Yeah. I think uh, we did write this, the songs in a very more mature way just because we grew up mm-hmm. <laughs> and we played a lot and we listened to new music and stuff. But I think the, 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 the main difference in between first and second album is sound-wise. Like it really sounds better because we played better uh, instruments and mm-hmm. we sing better and all that stuff so I think in the sound is when you're gonna tell oh this is clearly a second album <laughs> <laughs> yeah so do you think it's like musicianship wise you guys have like gotten a little tighter as a band like figured yes. it out yeah. yes mm-hmm. and so what is it like I mean you know you guys sound like you're having so much fun when you like sing your songs and like on record like what is the songwriting process for you guys is it like super enjoyable is it really fast like how does it work out it depends on every song some songs comes out really fast like the first single we just released the 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 new for you song mm-hmm. that was was really really fast it was the last one we wrote and it, uh, we wrote the music like in one day or in two days, lyrics came out in one night, like mm-hmm. two hours, and suddenly it was like a, a sentence after another one, like, oh my God, we really have this. And w- that is the only one that we completely recorded ourselves. So that was fast too. I mean, like, I don't know, everything <laughs> Everything was kind of yeah. easy going and, and fast, but it really depends. There are so many songs that we, got, we get stuck, and suddenly we have the verses, but we cannot find a... Uh, 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 a chorus that we like or mm-hmm. like for example for the club um that happened like we really had a the the verses and cool verses and stuff and it was kind of impossible to find a chorus uh, to our minds at the same level of um, quality yeah. <laughs> we were about to uh, close it without chorus Remember? yes we were like okay if mm. we can find it we can find <laughs> it <Yeah. laughs> you can't force it yeah just a song without a chorus and go with it. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I mean, I guess so. You guys, you know, did a lot of touring. Did you were you able to write anything while you were touring, or was this all like post tour no, that you never. put it together? Because the way we tour is not like on a tour bus where you have the mm-hmm. whole day off. It's like yeah. in the van for like four or six van. hours. Everyone like packed yeah. as hell. And yeah, like we get to places, we do interviews, we do sound check, and mm-hmm. like we just play shows, party a little bit, and then that's it. So we really don't have like extra time. And the way we do, we still uh, this record, we wrote it like the first one, like really in our like own rooms. We're like we keep it really private. It's mm-hmm. not like you know, it's like we I don't know, yeah, just the four of us like yeah. rethinking about we like get obsessed with it, and yeah, that's the way it works for us. And so, I mean, you'll be heading out on the road again. Are you excited for that? Or are you nervous yes. to be 20 people back in a van? <laughs> no, I'm so it. excited. Yes. Yeah, yeah. 
What's your, I mean, do you have a favorite, like, touring, like, playing live versus, like, recording in the studio? Do you have a preference? Um, probably, um, we enjoy being on the studio, but it's not like, it we, we don't, yeah, we, we don't spend that amount of uh, time, like, mm -hmm. to call it, uh, I mean, we don't spend three months on the studio, right. so it's not like... Yeah, like the studio in the end is always a little bit stressful in the end. Like, you're, yeah. you're, you're making so many decisions all the time that it's like, at some point, you need, like, I don't know, to lose a bit, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so, I mean, now that the album's done, like, what does it, like, mean to you guys, like, listening back to it? The new one? The new one, yeah. <laughs> it's just it gets better and better. <laughs> <laughs> It's horrible because we all love it. We, we love it so much, and it's like weird to say it out loud. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Listening to your own record, yes, but we we love it very much. We're really, really proud. Yeah, I mean, it's fan. It's it's I like it. I love the first one. I like it better than the first one. So yeah, cool. I think it's a very strong one. So um, cool. Well, you guys brought some suggestions. So hey. let's talk about that stuff. Um, I I have the list. Do you? Is there any one in particular you want to start with or focus on? No, we no. have chosen like uh, two songs two each, each yes. so okay. we can roll. Cool, let's go around then. Venga, de. Yeah, I don't Arranca know. Arranca de. Oh, I have it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do I have to say stuff about it? Because I if didn't sure. <laughs> if, 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 if you can, yeah. Okay, so Just say like why you like it or what you know, like talk about the <laughs> okay. movie a little bit. I chose. Do you know Harmar Superstar? I do. Yeah. Yes, the song is Late Night, Morning Night. Yeah. And it was cool because I was, um, we're really big fans of the strokes. So I was in uh, looking at Julian's label and everything, and yeah. seen that. Yeah. So um, I was like, who's this guy? He's like, it's like a weird kind of. Yeah. And then I saw, yeah. Yes. And then yeah. I saw one video and I loved it, like, the way. Está sonando cada vez que haces así, suena en los cascos, claro. Um, So, yeah, like, I started listening to it, and I was, like, freaking out. Like, what is this? Is this from nowadays? Like, I couldn't believe yeah. it. Yeah. And, and I loved it. So I've, I've been putting it on the van and everything. Yeah, he's yeah a, we loved it, too. He's <laughs> a real oddball. Yeah, yeah, he... So he's named after this mall called Harmar. So I'm from Minneapolis originally. Uh -huh. And it's a... It, they tore it down now, but it was, like, this really kind of, like, janky mall in Minnesota really? that he named cool. himself afterwards. So, cool. yeah. So nice. come from the same area. <laughs> but, cool. yeah. Um, and what was your other one? My other one was um, Who's Up by Paul Cherry. Yes. He's this guy. He's, he's like, I found him in Spotify in the relationable artist. Movie. Yeah. <laughs> and because he, he's like kind of this Mac DeMarco vibe. Yeah, and love Mac DeMarco. Yes. And I don't know. It's like, it's cool because I, I thought of that one because every time I put it in the van, like I've done it three times and Amber always goes, who's this again? <laughs> So we like it too. <laughs> I chose um, Friends. Okay, <laughs> so yeah, friend bands. Uh, yes, uh, I chose uh, Nox Fortune, um, the song called Help. <coughs> I don't know if it's myself or yourself. Now that I, I greet in myself, but. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Let me check. Um, I'm not <laughs> sure, but yeah. Help. One or of the yourself, two, myself or, or yourself. Yeah, yeah, and and he's uh, he's a friend from Chicago. Actually, he's the one who do you know Chance the Rapper? Yes. Okay, yeah. do you know the song All Night I've Been Drinking All Night I've Been Drinking? Yeah, he he's that, that voice. Oh yeah. really? Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> he's cool. Yeah, we didn't believe it, and we made him sing it, and yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> and it was true. Yes, he, he was is. not lying. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
And uh, the whole album he has released is it's awesome. It's so like, good. So good. Really, really good. And I, I think he's doing great. Like, mm. suddenly he's going to play Coachella and he's uh, going to play, like, big festivals and he's stuff. He's so. yeah. by Southwest, too. Yeah, is he? Cool. Yes, nice. And he's so That's nice. Great. So, yeah. so nice. We he looks like Harry Potter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Such a yeah. big smile, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And... Um, uh, I don't know how would I describe the music though, like what kind of style is like. Ele we cannot call it electronic, right? No, it's pretty pop. It's pop, it's it's pop but he's he pop yeah. with beats. Yeah, mm -hmm. but a little bit more lo-fi. Like you, you, yeah. like sound wise, it's not pop, pop at all, but like yeah. melodies and everything. It's cool. It's cool and cool to listen. And he's like a friend you guys met touring, <coughs> or yes, yes, yeah. Yes. He's a friend of you know Twin Peaks. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we're friends with them, and then we, when we. Went to Chicago for the first time. Uh, we went out with them and their friends, and it was one of We met him at, at a house party in yeah. Chicago. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then the other friends, mm -hmm. uh, I chose, they're called Grape Tooth. And uh, actually, it's one of the um, Twin Peaks guys' side, aside Band. project. Ah, Band. okay. Yeah. And yeah, I'm not familiar with that. Yeah, uh, they only have one song out. So, okay. I mean, like, this is <laughs> yeah. so, so, so small. The song yeah. is called Travel. Um, but it's actually a really, really, really good song. Like, mm -hmm. like uh, the writing and everything. Like, it, it's really catchy and and the the style they they've chosen is pretty cool and pretty different from Twin Peaks. Like, so yeah. different. And and they just started like right now. So it's, uh, to to help the new music. Yeah, <laughs> get into the ground level. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I'm excited. That sounds. I'm, I like Twin Peaks, mm -hmm. so I'm very curious to mm -hmm. see what that would be like. And um, then this is. Uh, yeah. You need your thumb. Let me grab. All right. There's. All right. So uh, I also chose friends. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Support Supporting, the friends. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's more interesting, right? Mm -hmm. So uh, the first one is a, a song from Claudia Vega, a friend from Madrid, mm -hmm. and it's called "I Could Cry." And it's a friend of mine from school. And oh, that's cool. <clears throat> it's really nice because she's uh, working on her new record, mm -hmm. like her first debut record. And she's actually doing it with um, our the like our friend that produced our first record, Diego from the oh, Pirates, nice. another yeah. band from Madrid. Yeah. So it's really interesting how he's, like to see a producer that we know how he's mm -hmm. working on a music that is pretty different. Because yeah. it's more like acoustic, but also has like weird like instruments, like more like violin and like more like yeah. crazy things like yeah. what we use. So um, yeah, it's really cool. I really like her lyrics too. Like the way she, I don't know, it's kind of like a mix in between London and Madrid, like mm -hmm. classical Spanish writings, like from mm -hmm. really back in the day. It's really interesting. Yeah. And did she? Did you always know her as someone who did music, or is this something new? No, in her we life? both we both met before both we both did music. I mean, yeah. we always like used to like play guitar, but you know, like covers and stuff. Yeah, and, yeah. Like mm. just really like for fun. Never That's cool. like yeah. yeah. It's cool. She j yeah. She just started like actually playing shows last year. Because she was living in Korea, so she mm -hmm. started yeah. <laughs> writing songs there in Seoul. So yeah, yeah, um, cool. And what's your other one? My other one is um, Adora Severo, and it's called No Quiero Gritar the song. And he's also from um, our, I don't know, like a really close friend. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and um, he's from New York, and he's actually opening um, the show tonight, tonight that we're playing. Oh, okay. At and I don't know, it's cool because the the kind of music he does is something that I wouldn't even know how to like 
call it. Yes. It's, <laughs> it's pop, but it's rock, but it's punk, but it's mm-hmm. like I wouldn't mm-hmm. like it's everything no in between. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and I don't listen to like anything similar to that. Yeah, <clears throat> but he really reminds me to a lot of things that I do listen. Like, yeah. but from Michael Jackson to the Rolling Stone, like the weirdest mix. Yeah, all so, over the place. Yeah, I'm excited to see him tonight. That's cool. And uh, last but not least, what were your picks? <coughs> My picks were <laughs> a song called Teseta. And I like it a lot because it's from who? <laughs> Wait for it. <laughs> it's like one of the 20 albums King Gizzard and the, Giz- and the Lizard Wizard did last year. Mm-hmm. But this one, they did it with um, Milk High Club. Sí, Milk High Club. And I just like the whole album. It's so cool, so chill. Yeah. And the other song is See You Again by Tyler the Creator because it's um, my favorite song of the, of the album. Oh, I really? think it's yeah. a super no, crazy, crazy good album. Yeah, no, I love him. And yeah. that's it's on Flower Boy, right? Yeah. Yeah, that was a really good record. I've been up to yeah. that record. <laughs> it's, so it's great. Yeah. Um, cool. Well, I'm excited. I know some of those, and I'm excited to check out Grape Tooth, right? The yes. Twin Peaks. Grape yeah. Tooth. Grape Tooth. Okay. Because I've been saying Grape <laughs> Truth the whole life, yeah. and, uh, and, <laughs> and it's, it's not, not grape that. Truth. Yeah, it's apparently, one of the two. apparently, it's what you get when you drink wine. Yeah. In your teeth. Really? No. Yeah. Oh, that's that's the meaning. Means. That's the meaning. Oh my god. Now it makes sense. That's we thought so like cool. such a bad name. Why did they? <laughs> yeah. Why did they choose that? <laughs> but it's yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now makes sense. Okay. Now that makes sense. Um, cool. Well, thank you for the great recommendations. I'm excited to dive into those. Um, and do you have anything you want to add about your album or the upcoming tour or just you know where you guys are at right now. Uh, I, I don't know. We'll be back here in May. No. Yes. yes, we'll be back in America in May, and we're gonna have a crazy year trying to satisfy all the places of the world. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, hope if you we don't go to your city, um, <laughs> you come to ours. <laughs> <laughs> yes, or listen to the album in your house. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. Thank you so much. So that's Heinz, uh, the album I Don't Run, out April 6th, and then they're touring the States after that. Mm-hmm. All right, thank you, guys. Thank, thank you. you. Adios. Adios.